0: Hey, it's Gina Stevens. Welcome to Belvoir Radio, where we bring you digital marketing tips, expert interviews, and industry news for community media, community radio, and independent media. Visit our website at belvoirmedia.com. Welcome to Belvoir Radio. My name is Gina Stevens, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to talk briefly about some do's and don'ts of content marketing. And I think this segment is going to be very useful for nonprofits who either have a content marketing strategy up and running and you're kind of struggling with it, or you don't have a content marketing strategy up and running, and you need a little boost to kind of get you started. So while many nonprofits are probably a little successful in the way they've developed and delivered their content, many of these nonprofits are probably struggling with their content marketing strategy. Some of these nonprofits um, are actually employing a shout and spam technique to reach their audience, while others are providing interesting and relevant information that's helping to build trust between their organization and their target audience. So that shout and spam technique is when you're just kind of constantly bombarding them with information, and all you're doing is asking them for money. To me, that's shouting and spam, okay? Okay. so, what are the do's and don'ts of content marketing? Here are a few simple yet helpful tips that will help you create a clear and successful strategy. So, do. You want to educate and entertain. You do want to educate and entertain. Developing a content marketing strategy that contains nothing but boring and irrelevant content is the fastest way to lose your audience's interest. I'm seeing a lot of nonprofits that are posting things on their Facebook page and in their Twitter accounts that are completely not related to what they do. And it's an attempt to just kind of get engagement going, and it's kind of a desperate attempt to get engagement going And believe it or not, that's really not helping your brand because what's going to happen is that is going to become what they expect of you, okay? That's going to become what they always expect of you. And then when it's time to ask them uh, for donation dollars, it's going to be, what? Wait, what? So... Back away from doing that all the time. You want to, it's okay to do it every once in a while, but it's really time to kind of back away from doing that all the time. And instead, what you want to do is consider providing fascinating and relevant information that's fascinating and relevant information in the form of videos. Consider live videos or infographics. I really want to push nonprofits to doing more live content. So that can either be live videos or podcasting. So consider providing information in the form of videos, live videos, or infographics. The information provided can be anything from personal anecdotes of challenges your organization has faced to more general facts about your organization, such as new findings or opinions um, presented, presented in a captivating way. The next one is do stay up to date. With so much going on with social media, it can become challenging and often often stressful to stay on top of the news or even stay on top of new things with social media, new trends with social media. However, being aware of the newest trends in your industry and even in social media not only establishes you as an expert, but it can help make your content marketing strategy relevant to the here and now. So follow leaders in your industry on social networks. Pay attention to your audience's needs and stay involved in communities related to your industry. There are so many leaders in your industry on social media. Um, All you have to do is search for them and follow them. So I know it's time-consuming, but you have to kind of set aside some time in your day to do that search and follow these people. And the reason it's very important to follow these people, because, and I call them leaders, is because they're, they are staying on top of what's going on. And if you can follow the people who are staying on top of what's going on, then you can basically watch what they're doing, follow their lead, and then it will give you an idea of what it is that you're doing right and what it is that you can improve on. So another do is have an eye-catching design. This strategy involves having everything from well-written copy um, to a well-designed website. So you want well-written copy for any uh, print, um, any print uh, advertisements that you do, any print ads you do on Facebook, any print uh, copy that you do on Twitter and Facebook, that kind of thing, to a well-designed website having high quality design, Will, create, will increase your organization's value, it will further loyalty, it will build trust, and it will make the site visiting experience a positive one. I've actually gone to uh, websites and I've seen the design and it makes me wonder if it's even a real nonprofit organization. And I'm wondering how many people have done the same thing, where you've gone to a nonprofit organization's website and you look at the design and you wonder if you're giving your money to a legit organization, right? You go and you look at it and you're like, um yeah, I'm not sure if this is real. And are you going to take the time to Google to check to see if it's a legit nonprofit? No, you're not going to do that. So what you really want to think about doing is having a really high quality design website and it is worth the investment. Remember, though, it may take some time to create the perfect design, but a great website has both short and long-term benefits. The short-term benefit is people are not leaving to go search. People are not leaving thinking, oh, my gosh, that's not a legit website. This is a scam. That's your short-term benefit. And the long-term benefit is that people will return to the site time and time again to kind of check you out. Um, and then eventually, perhaps you will receive donor dollars from people because you're not, you did not have that initial. Oh my gosh, this is not a legit website. No, you don't. And talk about a few don'ts. Don't focus on selling products on your website. So you may have products on your website that you're selling to raise money, and don't focus on raising money immediately. So yes. The point of driving people to your website is to raise funds and probably to sell products that raise funds. However, as soon as someone gets to your website, you don't want to have a pop-up that, that tries to sell them things or just immediately tries to raise money. That is not what you want to do. And all of your emails that go out to people should not be about, hey, we want to sell you something because you're trying to raise money hey, we want you to give us money. Do not focus on selling. There's nothing worse than visiting a website or a blog looking for information only to find services or products shoved in my face. This is an excellent way to turn someone off, and it makes them feel like you're only trying to use them to make a sale or raise money. And I understand that nonprofits need money. They need money. They need volunteers. I understand that. And they even need board members. I understand that. However, that is not not what you want to be your first impression. Instead of pushing your products or services or or your donor page on to your visitors, you want to advance knowledge, knowledge of your organization, knowledge of your needs, knowledge of the needs of the people you serve, knowledge of your struggles. That's what you you want to advance, advance. By utilizing this approach, your organization, um, your, your, uh, by, by utilizing this approach, your, the audience, the people who visit your, your website will feel like they're the ones who are actually deciding on their own whether they want to donate money. You advance knowledge, you give them the information, you tug on their heartstrings, then the people who visit your website will feel like they are the ones who've decided whether or not they want to donate money instead of feeling pressured into doing it because you're throwing these products and services in their face. Hey, here's my donate page. Hey, here's the products and services and here here are what they cost. Um, If you actually tell them what's going on, um, give them that knowledge, they can decide on their own. My next don't, don't lie. This happens, I feel like this happens a lot with brands, businesses, nonprofits. This strategy is perhaps one of the most obvious don'ts, yet marketers and the people who are responsible for uh, raising funds still falsely promote Lies in an effort to raise funds. Lying about what you're, lying about your services, lying about your struggles, lying about what your organization does, lying about um, how you help people and what you do. Because I know nonprofits that have done that. Typically, these are the larger nonprofits. Lying about where your money goes. This will actually damage your credi- credibility. It will damage your reputation, and it will hinder you from being successful in the long run. And with social media, people are going to talk about you on social media, and it's going to go around, and you're going to lose donation dollars. Content marketing involves building trust with your users and your audience. And like relationships, once that trust is gone, it can be challenging, if not impossible, to rebuild it. We all know that. In any relationship, whether it's a relationship with an organization, a relationship with a partner, a relationship with a friend, once that trust is gone, it is extremely challenging to rebuild that trust. My last don't. Don't over-cram. You may be passionate about your service, but your design may suffer. So the design on your website, the design on any creatives you create for advertisements it is going to suffer if you try over-cramming information, okay? So if you if you look at a lot of blog posts on major websites, uh, I write for Forbes, and one of the things they always tell me to do is use um, big, bold, uh, not bold fonts, but to make sure I separate uh, paragraphs with uh, maybe a headline, a bold headline, um, use short paragraphs, use... Uh, You know, content is easily digestible. Don't try to cram too much information in an article. Make it easy for people to read it. You know, people can scan through the article. They can kind of get an idea of what the article is going to be about. They can scan through it and see how short it is or how long it is, and then they can decide on their own very quickly, kind of get an idea very quickly of what the article is going to be about. So you want to be thinking about that when you put your you know, your articles together or your creatives together for ads or even your website together. Like, is there too much information on the page? That's what you want to think about. You want to make your content pleasant to consume. You can still make all of your great points about your organization, but in a sophisticated and easy-to-read way. Remember, quality surpasses quantity. Quality surpasses quantity. Having a memorable, enticing, and truthful content marketing strategy can help build your credibility, raise money, and develop connections. Remember that it may take some trial and error to get it just right, and your plan may change as your audience's needs change. Thank you again for joining me. My name is Gina Stevens, and you've been listening to Y Radio.